welcome to the Apple Podcast, Episode 3. I'm Ilsa, and today I'm joined by Tanya Connors, Executive Director for Knowledge and Partnerships at APA. The reason why this podcast is, is, is developing and coming about is so that we as, a, as an association can be supporting our industry during this really challenging time with the um, coronavirus pandemic. And I know that you and I have been speaking a little bit about the initiatives around mental health. So I'd love for you to share with me, you know, what's happening around mental health in the industry in a general sense before we then kind of get into what's now happening as a result of the pandemic. Mm, So within the industry, we've obviously got every company's monitoring their particular staff obviously quite closely during this time and there are, you know, the resources that are out there for mental health issues. Um, Obviously, the government has given a a large financial injection into that, which is great. So Beyond Blue and then for the younger people, Headspace, and then there's also Black Dog. They're, They're all people that are out there or institutions that are out there to help with the mental health. But uh, we, um, as an association, we're going to be working with a a different um, organisation called Braveheart and Braveheart Freedom Fighters. So with Braveheart, it's actually about recognising when the pressures are getting too much. It's finding those, um, those trigger points and then it's giving you those uh, preventative tools to, to try not to get to that point where you, you are then um, seeking help for mental health issues because, you know, with mental health is thinking about the past causes the depression and thinking about the future causes anxiety and at the moment everyone's thinking about the future so you know you've got people every day yes they might be working at the moment they're going to work and they're working but they're going but what what if what happens what happens if I lose my job they may may already have um yeah their partners may have already lost their job or have reduced income they've got the kids at home you're all of a sudden living you know under the one roof 24 7 it's um it's a big change, you know, where work for a lot of people is that, that breakaway time and that release and your, you know, you, this is your, uh, I guess, your stability and, you know, generally most people work to live. We don't live to work. So, you know, you, you then go, if I lose that, where is this going to take me? So I think right now it's really, really important um, can, especially considering we don't have that physical contact as well. You know, we're not getting the endorphins from handshaking or hugging or, you know, seeing your friends. So that's why no one likes the whole, um, the, you know, Zoom and go-to setup. But you go, well, it's really actually nice to see that human interaction again outside of your family. As much as you love them, the stresses are still there. So I think as an association, we're quite um, aware of that. We know that there's been a lot of people that have had reduced hours or lost their jobs in one situation or another or within a family uh, household. So, yeah, so we're working towards a program that will just give, like I said to you before, give people the tools to just tap in and listen to those. And it's a little bit of that um, 
mind massage for your brain to get you back on track and to think that, um, you know, yes, this is affecting everyone, but everyone still has their own journey. Yeah, it's a great point and, and I feel like it's extremely relatable. You know, we are now mostly working in our, in our homes and, and the point that you made about not really even having the handshakes and the pats on the back or, or the hugs from friends or from colleagues, it does have an accumulative effect of needing those endorphins and the human connection and, um, you know, jumping onto these screens, you know, is a really supportive way to feel connected to other people. I know it's been amazing for me to feel connected to my team. Um, but, you know, the how, how do you feel like people are going to, you know, these people who have lost their jobs or who are feeling anxious or have reduced hours, what, what are some of the ways that this brave, what, is it brave hearts? Brave hearts, yeah. Brave, brave heart. heart. Um, can can offer support or what are some of the, the learnings from that? Some of the learnings, they they actually talk about ways to manage your current situation. So they they will they do, and I know this is a, a completely different situation at the moment. So the learnings that will come from it um, are currently actually slightly being modified um, due to the current situation with um, COVID-19. So it gives you just some tools on how to maybe some basic tools of how to think about budgeting and, and what is your purpose now and how to communicate that. And it's the, the biggest thing is the purpose. What, you know, why, why am I here? Why has this happened to me? What's going on? And then actually communicating that because if they, if they can get to that point where they're going, I'm, I'm having a bad day and, and instead of trying to be brave and go, oh, I can get through this by actually going, you know what, I'm having a really bad day today and I'm really concerned about this. Once you, once you verbalise that anxiety, you've shared that anxiety so other people can come in and go, whether they're just listening or whether you're, you know, they're providing some sort of um, support or help or information on where you can go, you've shared that anxiety. So you've taken it purely off your shoulders. And again, normally you would go home and probably share that with your partner. But when you're living in a confined space at the moment of, you know, it's amazing how sometimes the largest house cannot be large enough when you're living with the family 24 seven. Sure. You know, who do you, who do you talk to? Cause everyone's going through that. So you may go, well, I can't talk to my mate, Bob, or my, you know, my friend, Jenny or whatever. I can't talk to them because they're all in the same situation. So Braveheart will give you as well different tools and different places you can go and how to approach those people, even if they are closest to you, to talk to them about your real issues. That sounds great. It's such a, that's such a great tool just, you know, for living and finding different ways to be able mm. to communicate. And I wanted to, to just jump on what you said about purpose because that it feels like that is a really critical part and a crucial part of well-being is actually having something to work towards. And mm. I feel that that jobs or careers are 
at the focal point for a lot of people's purpose is where their, their energy is directed. Mm. And when all of a sudden that's not there and you're now kind of, you know, like just drifting a little bit more without that purpose being available, mm. it then becomes really important to find different places and ways to channel that purposeful energy yeah that's exactly right so I think it's you know it's a change in even the way with everyone works as well so uh, this conversation was had with someone close to me not long ago who was having a real moment and I said well stop looking like they've had reduced hours and I said so stop looking at it as that you're now working from Monday to Thursday You've taken your 38-hour week, you've been reduced down to 30-hour week, so start looking at it as a time base. Don't look at it as, well, now I have to get everything done from Monday to Thursday. So go, okay, if you right now where we're all stuck in front of our computers and and our purpose is I have to look busy or act busy or be busy, even though all these other things have slowed right down in in my normal work world. So so I have to to make sure everyone knows I've still got a purpose in this company. So it's, for me, it's a case of, well, don't, don't get yourself worked up about that. You've got your work to do. We're talking about your work and, you know, talk, and I said to them, talk to your, your boss about the same thing and say um, you're spreading your 30 hours across when you are the most needed. So that doesn't mean you're going to sit on your computer from nine to five every single day. You might sit there, you might have X amount of meetings, but then that night you might go, this is when I'm actually going to do my theory because the nights are what's killing me the most. There's too much thinking time. So I'm going to do my emails at night when I can sit down and think about them. And that might take you two or three hours. So two or three hours during the day, you know, you could go and make the dog incredibly tired by <laughs> taking them for an extra long walk or go hiking or have some daytime with the kids that are at home and under your feet mm. If and take them outside for a long walk or a scooter ride or a bike ride or whatever it might be. But look at it, start start looking at things a little bit differently. You know, the kids Mm. might go to bed at 6 o'clock or it's their quiet time or TV time from this time to this time and then you and your partner can decide, well, this is my time to now go and have lock myself in the office and have my time and this is, you know, and then they'll go, okay, well, I'm going to do this on this time and then share, they're sharing the running of the household throughout the day instead of one partner just sitting there going, no, I've got to do my 7.6-hour days right here, right now. So I think it's really important for people to to discuss those things on how they're feeling about their purpose, how can I make myself purpose, you know, show more purpose for my job or be more purposeful and go, okay, well, I think I can do it by spreading my hours out and working as as it is needed. And if I've got a big break in the middle of the day where I've got nothing on, I'm going to take that time with the family Mm. or I'm going to take that time to go for a bike ride or do something. So I think that's a really important thing for purpose. And, you know, this could really change the future of a lot of ways companies work and people work and, you know, and really the rules have always been, you know, nine to five or eight to, you know, eight to four or whatever, whatever. But 
does it really need to be like that, you know? Mm. Do we really need to have it like that? So everyone does have a purpose and I think it's um, open, frank conversations need to be had and everyone needs to be mindful of everyone's thoughts and processes and that everyone's purpose is being challenged. Yeah, I like what you're sharing there, particularly about being changing the changing your own perspective in, in how you're working in a more flexible way to actually take care of the other needs of your family or your household. And what I'm hearing you saying with you know the, spending time during the day perhaps with family or to go hiking is that that's actually really supportive of of your mental health that's going to support you in the in the longer term and also support and contribute to the, the mental health of your children or your family or your household as well and so those parts are, are really crucial to get yeah, to, to, to your well-being and also to how productive and effective you're going to be in the job that you still need to to be working in yes and I think, and I think that that also gives I feel like you know that the entire premise of what are working hours and what does that look like is is now being open to new possibilities but also to each person now gets an opportunity to innovate and to be creative in not just how they work but how how they can add more value and how they can um, bring new things into an organization or, or business or their own business or, or whatever it might be to to create more things you know, more, more systems and inventions and innovations. Yeah, definitely. It, it certainly gets those, um, yeah, those innovation juices flowing. <laughs> and, and like you said, how can, how can we, how can we give back to the company? What can we put in? What, what ideas can we put in? And everyone has to work together to stop and look at it and go, okay, Yep, that every idea is probably, is, you can't say it's a dumb idea. Every idea really needs to be just looked at and thought about because it can probably help the future of your business. It could it can make it better. It might just be for uh, the very short term or it might be a long-term change that, you know, makes things extra efficient in the way you're doing particular things within your company I mean Mm. a lot of people will be dying to get back to the office and have that human interaction you know but how long will that last there there might be people who then go well do you know what I actually didn't mind the part-time stuff maybe I can work part-time at home and part-time at work so you know I think a lot of people are stopping and reassessing life and maybe taking a step back to the simpler things in life as well Mm. Mm-hmm. And so what, um, you know, you've been in this industry for, for some time now and I'm curious as to, um, because, I, because I have not been in the industry as long, I'm curious as to what, what initiatives and other support systems have you seen develop and evolve in, in particular around supporting the mental health um, of the people who work in this industry? Yeah, so the construction industry actually has one of the highest suicide rates, um, aside from farming. Um, so men, uh, mates in construction was developed and because obviously construction is um, has been predominantly male-orientated and, you know, it's it's always been brought up that you know, men men have to be the tough ones and can't 
can't tell their mates they're having a tough time and, and, you know, so they have to just deal with this all on their own and that's their perception of it. So mates in construction is all about talking to your mates, understanding that if there's a slight change in their work pattern then going, you know, hey, buddy, what, what's going on? You know, you your work habits have changed and, and it's also for the supervisors to identify if someone's work cha- habits have changed to ask the question of, is everything okay? Is something going on? Because most of the time, if if that does happen, it's something in the background. It's something in their personal life that's affecting these changes. So it's not just about giving someone disciplinary warning and going, you know, oh, your work has slipped, blah, 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 blah. It's actually going in and teaching the, the supervisors and the workmates to ask their other workmates the question of, you know, are you okay? What's going on? You know, and having that tough, tough, tough conversation with them because it is quite a personal conversation. So mates in construction has been really great for that. Beyond Blue is, you know, has been a great one. Um, Headspace for the younger people, especially, you know, if you've got young apprentices and um, or, or trainees in the industry and they're going through how do I all of a sudden survive on my own and fend for myself. So beyond, um, so Headspace is great for that. And then you've got the Black Dog Institute, which talks, delves right into anxiety and depression as well. So there's some, there's a huge amount of great organisations out there and it's imperative at this time in this current situation that people tap into those and same with um same with Braveheart it's it's one of those one of those institutions or charities where like I said is giving you these tools to help try and prevent it so if you see people slightly slipping or their situation has all of a sudden changed then even being able to say to someone this is what's available for you it's okay it's okay to go and ask for help you'll actually be surprised at how how much better it makes you feel if you can talk to these professionals that's what they're trained for so it's a it's been a really big push in industry over a lot of years to to start getting your co-workers to feel that they can open up to either you or someone else to talk about it. It's like the analogy was um, I was given once was it's like going and seeing someone and talking about what's going on in your head is like a, a massage you have for your body. So it's like a massage for the brain. And it just, like it just, yeah, it just helps you because you can't hold it all in. It's like having a massage and you go, oh, my God, those, it feels so great to have those muscles released. It's the same thing going and actually talking to someone about what's in your head and you go, oh, my God, I've had a brain dump. I, I feel a little bit better. My bucket isn't quite as full at mm. the moment. Mm. So, and you can get it into perspective because, and that's what these institutions or all these, you know, places have done for the construction industry. So it's been wonderful to watch them become more and more vocal and um, within their marketing and their access to workers within the construction industry. And I know that a lot of our members have been using um, a lot of these different institutions and different ways for their staff to let them know that they're there to help. 
That's great. I think that's some really great, um, some great tools and, and um, information for um, anybody who's listening to this podcast. Uh, and I'm really grateful for your time and for sharing your knowledge. Um, it's always it's always very insightful for me to talk with you about these sorts of initiatives. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how the Braveheart comes out through APA. Do, you, do we know when that's going to be coming out? It, hopefully it'll be out. Uh, hope, well, sorry, we're in the planning process at the moment. We've got a couple of meetings this week to, um, to sort it all out and hopefully within the next week or so we should have it ready to, ready to be launched. And it'll be in a four-part series to talk about each different section, about an hour and a half max each one. So... Um, people can digest the information that's given to them, but it will certainly be um, marketing it uh, quite extensively once we're ready to jump with it. Great. I'm sure those details will all be available very Absolutely. soon. <laughs> Absolutely. And hopefully we, you know, App is also um, talking to a couple of places about some funding because if we can make this whole thing you know, completely cost effective, if not for free, that would be that would be even more brilliant. So Amazing. we are talking talking to some different um, areas to try and get some funding and grants in. Wow, thank you. Thanks for your time, no Tanya. Problem. Thank you. And um, yeah, onwards and upwards. Keep safe and healthy. See you via the screen next time. Hey, okay, thank you. <laughs>